You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Today we got a really hot topic that I think that you guys would enjoy. Um, I pray that you are all doing extremely well today. I pray that everyone is safe and sound, um, that your families are safe, and I'm praying that all is well. Um, I am Lady Sunita, and this is Pastor J.T. With House of Deliverance Church in Crowley, Texas. I am H.O.D. H.O.D. That's my church. My church. So, we're going to get right into this combo. Okay. Um, our title today is Single, Single Save, Save, and Satisfied. But we have a little sub title. We did the series uh, back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I preached a couple of messages. Uh, we did a couple of Bible studies on it. So we decided to go back into the archive and bring it back out. Since we got something stuff for the married couples, we had to do something for things. So the subtopic for this one is desperately seeking the wrong him. Desperately seeking the wrong him. You know that movie? Desperately seeking the seeking to. Yeah, so we desperately seeking what we ain't. Uh, (laughs) But uh, somebody. Is desperately seeking the wrong, the wrong him. Go ahead. Well, and I just wanted to say before we get started um, that we have been on that side of the track, so we know what it is to be single um, and try to live holy. You know that it's a struggle. It's not something that is um, it's not pleasurable at all. And I remember I did a conference out in um, Duncanville. Um, it was a conference, and it, my title then was Single, Saved, and Satisfied. And then um, I put, I added not in between it um, just because people, you know, they tend to, we, we are very, very bad about hiding our feelings. And people tend to act as if they're satisfied and act like there's nothing wrong when really there is something wrong. Something wrong. Um, God didn't create us to be alone. He created Eve from Adam so that he would have a helpmate, helpmate and everybody desires to be with somebody. Um, the problem comes in when you try to jump ahead of the game and pick someone for yourself and it's not who God ordained. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to talk about being single, saved, and satisfied. Because you can be satisfied even though you're living a saved and holy life. Um, don't ever let nobody tell you that you cannot be happy living that way, but everybody's desire is to have a partner because that's the way we were set up. We were, de- we were designed to have a partner. So, um, there's nothing wrong with desiring to be married or designed to have someone, but you want to do it the right way, the godly way. I agree. All right. So the, uh, the Bible study started off like this in today's society. Single women are often made to feel like less or leftovers. They battle loneliness, hopelessness, and depression, but may be afraid to express these feelings for fear of being labeled discontent. But scripture uplifts single women and can show you how to glorify God in single and singleness mm-hmm. and singleness mm-hmm. you want to elaborate on it yeah i mean it's kind of like it goes back to what i was saying. I ain't never been a single woman so <laughs> it kind of goes back to what what i was saying when we, we hide those feelings that we have for fear of insecurities and the fear of being labeled or put into this box where you know either you don't love yourself or what's wrong with being by yourself and stuff like that and people know they don't want to be alone either nobody does but I have been single. I, I was married, got a divorce, was single for three and a half years before me and Pastor got together. And it was a very trying time. You alone then, Jack. 
it was a very trying time because you know you want to be with someone nobody wants to be alone and um just the right just the you know the comfort of having someone and having that um that companionship um you know conversation all of that was a big deal to me and so i was really trying to deal with that on my own and really not reach out to nobody about it because at the time everybody around me was married and so i didn't want to be the insecure one and and tell everybody well you know i really like to be married again instead i really thought that i didn't want to be married because from jump i never wanted to be married i always used to tell my my sister and my sister used to talk all the time and i would tell her I'm never getting married, girl. It's going to be me, my Ferrari. Um, no, it was the Fiero. What is the car called? Fiero? You know the little Fiero? Yeah. I thought I was going to have a Fiero and a dog. And I won't have kids or a husband. I just want to live my life and be single. And as I matured and I became a woman, I realized that that was not possible. That I did. I craved that companionship and that um, that comfort from another person. And so um, I don't want women to feel less than or feel like leftovers when you are getting out again and you're single again for the, you know, for the first time after being married and divorced. Seconds. Yeah. Don't feel like nobody wants you because God has somebody for everybody. Yeah. All right. All right. We got a scripture here. Colossians. Colossians 2 and 10. And it reads King James King James Version, and because you are united to Christ, God has filled you. He has given you everything that you need in Christ. And Christ rules over all spirits, this plural spirits that have authority. Whoa. He rules over all spirits. He rules over all spirits. He has authority over all spirits. Wow. Scripture tells us we are filled in him. In other words, God is the one who makes us complete, not another person. Most single women look at this verse as yet another uh, Adonish. admonition against discontentment look at another way though this verse can be a encouragement to go after goals other than marriage and to seek what God has for you to do your completeness in him means you are uniquely equipped to do the work he made for you alone you know, you to do it all that's you good said. because that, I mean, that puts everything in perspective. So when you feel like you cannot do it by yourself, you can because God already created you. Like we talked about in our last um, sofa talk, he created you with your own purpose and your own intent. So with that being said, God has given you everything that you need. It says he made you where you're able to, he uniquely equipped you to do the work that, that he made for you alone. So you don't need anybody, but that is That's our flesh. Desire. We have that desire to be with somebody. You don't need them, but everybody has the desire to want to be with someone. But it said we are filled in him. And one of the things that I learned just after getting a divorce and, and being trying to get out and date again was that I really had to love me. You know, I had to spend a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with God and, and really just dig in there and fast and pray and see, I was trying to find direction on which way to go. You know, was it for me to be remarried? Was it for me to be single? And then how was I going to live my life as a single woman, but still trying to live holy and live for God? How was I going to do that? And so I steady, I kept looking for, you know, divine direction. I kept seeking God and kept praying and you know, doing um, conferences and stuff like that and talking about being saved and being single and how I was holding out. But I never once told them that I didn't have a desire for sex. I never lied and told nobody that that's a lie. I had been in a marriage for six years, you know, 
I had you you I'm used to doing that and so I didn't lie and tell nobody I had never had a desire for sex. I wanted sex, I wanted companionship, I wanted to lay in the bed next to somebody, I wanted somebody to talk to, you know. So to say that when you're going through this and you are single and you are safe, it is it does an injustice to you to sit and and act as if you don't have those desires for those things because that stuff was still present. It was on my mind. And even though I wasn't doing it, it didn't mean I didn't want to do it. I was, you know, I was I was disciplined. I practiced a lot of discipline and fasting helped me to be kept. And I, I was kept. I, I'm a firm believer on God. The Holy Ghost is the keeper if you want to be kept. He is not going to kick your door down and make you do the right thing. But if you have a desire to be kept, he will keep you. He'll keep you. So I think that that scripture is so good. And it said most single women look at this verse as yet another um, admonition against discontentment, thinking that people are going to say they're discontent. You know, they they're not uh, comfortable being single. They're not they're not comfortable in their own skin. So this is like that fire that that drives them into being keeping it a secret. You know, uh, because they don't want to they don't want people to judge them. Based on how they feel. Wow. And and uh, as I sit here and I think in, in about uh, church, you you majority of the membership is made up by single women. Yeah. And so um, wow, the the push, especially in the deliverance ministry, uh, you said that uh, the spirits. Mm -hmm. uh, had, he, God has the authority over all of the spirits, but when when they come in, they are in battle. It's a it's a fight. It's a battle, not just when they come in. It's it's an ongoing. It's a battle, battle for them to even. Get it's a there. battle now. It's a battle in yeah. their mind. And I can only imagine What's the struggle now. The quarantine. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a battle. Because yeah. they feel, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a certain disconnect because you don't have that strength. That's one of the reasons why it's so important to come to church. Like people always say, you don't need the church. We are the church. We are the church. The church is in us. We are the church. That is true. But the Bible also says, don't fail to assemble yourself together with brethren. Why? Because there's strength in numbers. Where that one sister may be weak, she may be going through something, and she can come and confide in me. And I can say, hey, I've been there. But it doesn't do any good for me to be the witness that I'm married now because I got a pair of thighs laying next to me and myself. So it's, I'm not a good example anymore. You know, I can only tell them where I was and how I felt at the time, but that really doesn't do them any justice because I'm no longer in that place. They want to talk to people who are in that same place with them and are living out what they say, not saying that they love God and then going behind closed doors and having sex and doing things they don't have any business. God gives us the power to not do that. God gives us the power. You have to have the Holy Ghost because that's the only way you'll be kept. You'll be kept in your mind, your body, and your soul. But um, it was a struggle just thinking about, you know, where to go from there. So I can imagine, I can imagine what, you know, what the single people are going through during quarantine. Yeah, man, that is crazy. And um, I can I can honestly say that from a man perspective, um, it it is it, not definitely peaches and cream for them either. Mm -hmm. Because the, if it, if it's a single man in quarantine, then he's he's he looking for some the same as well as she looking for some. <laughs> so. It, it ain't it ain't just just on the women's side and, yeah. and, and uh the men are more so uh apt to hide it than the women are mm -hmm. them dudes being inboxes boy you you can't you can't say nothing to no dude on facebook or instagram uh if, if whether you married single or whatever without them in pursuit because they desperately seeking Something and I'm I'm a witness of that. I mean, Ain't desperately seeking. Something. That is, it is horrible. You can't, you can't, you can't uh uh like nothing on their page mm -hmm. or 
a comment on that without mm. without them without them thinking thinking that you are that is yeah, some something. some type of pursuit. Yeah. And so uh, the women have to be uh, aware, not to be gullible, and and to just accept and uh, drive in for the bait. I've been seeing that, that trap. That trap is out there. I've been seeing a lot of. Um, Facebook posts where uh people like these little memes saying, um, don't believe what he's saying, sis. This is the quarantine is just like being in jail. When the quarantine is over, he'll be out doing what he wanna do. That goes both ways. Yeah. And and don't get caught up in nothing that you know is really not serious. Right. I mean, you have to be in right now. So you gotta they wanna secure something right now, but what hap what what'll tell the story is what happens after quarantine. What happened after, yeah. Yeah, what we got for song? Um, I got song. I'll read three. Just um, so I'm reading from Psalms 37, three. I'm gonna read three and four, and it says, "Trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land and live securely. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." Um, I really, really love this scripture because in this, in 37, this is the Psalm of Promises for those who seek the Lord. So I love that because God always, one thing you can depend on is the promises of God. Yeah. The, the Bible says the promises of God are yes and amen. And one thing about God is he don't renege on his promises. He's not an Indian giver. He won't turn around and change his mind. You know, it's another scripture that made me think about this one. Um, it says that um, if your ways please God, he'll give you the desires of your heart as well. The thing with that, though, that's tricky because a lot of people Say, well, you know, if I'm fasting and I'm praying, I'm living right and I'm reading my word, God will give me the desires of my heart. But those desires have to line up with God's will for your life mm. as well. And most of the time, when you are saved and you're and you're walking line up online, precept on precept, um, your desires should be in alignment with what God's desires are for you. But trust and believe when they're not lined up with God's words, you will not. You won't you won't encounter those promises, those things that you want, the right. desires that you have. God is going to give you what He has for you. Wow. All right. It says this scripture says God will give us the desires of our heart, is which is what you said. Mm -hmm. And it says, um, it is not a guarantee <laughs> that you will find a husband. Mm -hmm. However, it is an invitation to delight in the Lord, whether you are single or married. If you are discontent with singleness, constructively express that. Pray that God will fill your heart with desire for him and that a husband would come in his time. Not on our time, but yes. in his time. So he wants you to get closer to him opposed to trying to seek look for a man there well first is. of all because so many women do they look for a man they'll say i know what i'm looking for in a man and then they'll run it down boy they'll have it all together but the thing is you shouldn't be looking for a husband anyway the bible say he, he that, that finds the wife finds the good thing and yeah. obtains favor with the lord did say she that finds the husband right he needs to find you but the thing about it is he needs to find you in the word of god he needs to you need to be the that proverbs 31 woman that he desires to love and cherish and, and provide for and that's that's where um the church um when when he seeks after the church woman and and they are vulnerable and and they're straddling mm -hmm. the fence that that man is more so like a shark he he is apt to mm -hmm. just to make sure mm -hmm. that you are faking you you yeah, ain't what you say you are. He want to prove yeah. that you ain't saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, mm -hmm. Because the men men proud on church women. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go and put it out there. It, it's a lot of preachers, a lot of deacons, a lot of musicians, uh, singers, mm -hmm. and and they they are out there to see what they can get out of the young, saved, sanctified, singing, praying women. And and just to prove that they ain't as holy as thou as that that they're living out to be, so they can say, yeah, I got sister such and such, man. Mm -hmm. She ain't she ain't all that. You yeah, see that old church girl? She ain't saved. Mm -hmm. So just so they can uh, devalue 
your walk so they can devalue what you stand for, devalue the ministry that you're connected to, devalue everything about the God that you serve, just so they can say, see, I told you that old church stuff wasn't about nothing. You know, you would be surprised how many times we've heard things about people, about members, you know, and things that we, um, people have inboxed about and stuff like that, about people's personal lives. And one thing about me is- It don't have nothing to do with the ministry. It has nothing to do with me and nothing to do with the ministry. And I quickly correct that because one thing I know is this, you can try with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul to live right, to live holy. You're going to have some issues along the way. And that one thing may be your issue. So you know what I do? I get with the women and I fast on behalf of that. So if sex is your issue, they can vouch for me. They know. I'll pray and I'll fast with you on that issue. If you have an issue with sex, if you got an issue with loneliness, whatever it is, um, if you have a fear that you'll never be married, if you don't feel like your wife material, we fast and pray over that. So I don't think that it's right for somebody to point out other people's um, flaws or, you know, their sins or try to say that they aren't doing this or that. or they So they go to y'all church and y'all talking about y'all a deliverance ministry. Well, most people that come to our church are going to be bound by something, Yeah. you know, but deliverance is a choice. And I can't beat them be free. free. I can't beg them to be free. I don't care how bad, how hard I pray for them. I don't care how I lay out on the floor for them and cry out for them. I cannot. It's, it is my desire for them to be free. But guess what? I'm not God. And, and God is the one that does the delivering. God is the one that does the setting free. And he said that whom the son set free is free indeed. If you want to express, if you want to experience freedom, and you want to be whole, and you want to be whole in those areas, you have to seek God. He's the right. only one that can give you that strength. All I can do is stand in agreement with you. But I don't like when people do that, you know, and try to make people be something that they are not. Um, if we're going to go to the next scripture, and it is Ephesians mm-hmm. 2 and 10. Um, and it reads, did you get it, babe, or you want me to read it? Good. It reads, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. We are his workmanship. So I'm going to read the footnote in my Bible. It says, this free salvation has a twofold relation to human works. First, works have no part in acquiring our salvation. We know that we cannot work hard enough to acquire salvation. They say, well, the works refers to the marks of Judaism, circumcision, Sabbath keeping, kosher foods, and the like, um, more broadly to any sort of self uh, gratif- uh, gratifying behaviors. Our works cannot place God in our control. Hmm. <laughs> we would, in fact, destroy ourselves in our boasting. Second, however, truly, God, good works realize our God intended potential. Good works realize our God-intended potential. So 10 says, God has prepared a way of life for which we as his creatures are ideally adapted. We were made to function best and to be the happiest as a united community, living as God originally created us and now in his recreating us to live. So God has already ordained us to live a certain way. Right. And to be united in some shape, form, or fashion. What we do, our works does not give us that leeway, you know, for salvation or, you know, for us to brag upon or anything like that. And that that is very important to what we are talking about because all of this leads up to um, the unity and the youth. It said the unity in community and living for God. It all adds up to the same thing. So that's, that's really good. So this verse, which calls us God's workmanship, reminds women how beautiful they are in his sight. And many single women feel that although they're intelligent, pretty, and godly, they're still defective wow. because they don't have a husband. So Ephesians 2 and 10 is a reminder that God does not make defects. Mm. Every creation is his, uni- is his unique work. 
equipped to be and do something special for him. That is so good to me. Because so many times, a lot of women, I hear women say it all the time, what's wrong with me that I don't have a husband? And then they start to reflect on past relationships and all the things that people said to them. All the things men said to them in anger or during arguments about they wasn't nothing, they wasn't going to amount to nothing, don't nobody want you, you this, you that, you know. And that stuff weighs heavy on a person's heart who finds themselves, again, single after trying so hard to fight in a, in a committed relationship, be it married or single, you know. And as so I can I can attest for that as a woman being in, you know, multiple abusive relationships, trying to figure out if what they said about me was true or not. And then to get into a relationship now, um, totally different. You know, I don't think um, I can't really remember a time that you have said anything to me that was hurtful that made me. um that stuck with me, you know what I mean? To say, oh my God, he hates me or, you know, I haven't felt that in this relationship. But I, I felt that in a lot of relationships I was in. Now, you know, we have spats, we have arguments, we have disagreements. Don't get me wrong, y'all. I'm not on here saying, oh, our relationship is perfect and we don't say nothing. Oh, he'll, he's, he'll get mad and call me with your fat head or something in a minute. And I say things back, we're not professing to be perfect, What, but what we are saying is, when you do find that one that God has ordained for you, that you still gonna have some rocky times, you still gonna have days where you don't agree on certain things, you still gonna have disagreements, you know. But at the end of the day, it's what happens at the end of that day, you know. It's it's what you say after that argument, right? Yeah. So I love that, and I don't want not one woman to feel like you have defects because you don't have a husband. Or because you don't have a mate, that is not true. You are still beautiful, and that's why that's one of the reasons why I love my makeup page because that's why I created that. Because some women feel like if nobody's telling them that they're not beautiful, and that's not true. If you don't have that attention, you don't feel like you're loved or that you're you're beautiful in some type of way, and that's not true. Right. So um, some of the things we hate about being single are no particular order. Hmm. Lack of love, mm -hmm. affection, and emotional support, mm -hmm. not having someone to go on vacation with, yes. not having someone to share domestic tasks with, mm -hmm. being excluded from social gatherings because we don't have a partner, mm -hmm. not being able to be uh, uh, being part of the, the, the couples. couples ministry, yeah. uh, the, uh, couples the couples outing. Yeah. Uh, not having someone to talk to at home on a daily day basis. Having to cope with the financial burden of being single, apartment bills, etc. Somebody getting in a relationship because they need help mm -hmm. on on bills, yeah. car notes, uh, uh, anything. Not having a regular source of quality sex available. <laughs> well... It's the truth. They 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 have they getting tired of them better operated, operated uh, uh, boyfriends. Yeah. Wow. The bobs. The bobs. And so uh, they they would just call, settle for anything yeah, to just because just to get by. Yeah. Desperately seeking the wrong him when they ought to be seeking. And I guess it could be desperately seeking the wrong him or her or her because this is this is yeah. This that, that's a two-way street. Yeah. I I never forget, um, and I can honestly say that in relationships prior to this one, I hadn't been in a uh, a single. I didn't I didn't witness singleness long at all. So I wasn't by myself long at all. I I, I would I would get out of a long relationship, and it is not long before I'm in something else. Quick! Mm -hmm. I didn't never. I, I didn't live in an apartment by myself uh, for over a year's period of time. Or as soon as I got out of high school, I had a uh, my cousin was a roommate, and we lived together for maybe six months. Mm -hmm. And then after that, uh, uh, the next time I moved out was in '97. I was married, mm -hmm. and then so I wasn't 
I've never been in a in a spot where I can witness uh, and deal with singleness because uh, it, I always wanted, just like they said here, some things that we hate about being single in no particular order, lack of love. I want to feel love. I want to feel affection and an emotional support. Not having someone to go on vacation with. Want, want to go watch the movies with somebody. Block, I work at Blockbuster. So I can get free movies. So I, I, I sat at the house and, and watched free movies. Not having someone to go on vacation with. Not having someone to share domestic tasks with. Somebody to clean up and do uh, different projects and stuff with. Going going out to uh, other people's houses and fish fries. But not just going by myself being the third wheel. I'm bringing somebody with me. And so I was always in a relationship where I had somebody with me all of the time and having to cope with financial burden and being single in the apartment that was a, man you got your half and i got my half mm -hmm. and, you know mm -hmm. i mean never footing the whole entire bill mm -hmm. and so that that is that is real good man and i and know see, it's a lot of people that's dealing with that now yeah and see me on the other hand i've experienced being single i, I was a single mother three boys you know yeah. From until I can remember, well, until I got married the first time. I mean, I was in relationships, in and out of relationships prior to getting married, but I mean, it was nothing that was set in stone, you know? And so um, once I got married in 2004, that was like my, a, a real relationship that I actually sat down and was in. Even with that, it had so many flaws, you know, in that alone, that this is why I always say, when people ask me, I always say, I'm, I'm in a real relationship right now because it's just everything about it is different you know everything about it and i think it even took some time because this this year this makes eight years for us that we've been married eight years in july and we've been together for nine and i can honestly say we had a lot of growing up to do even it being in our 30s when we first got together you know we had some maturing to do we had we had to look at each other's point of views and even we're still learning now um, how to deal with a lot of things um, on both sides of the spectrum. This is not. This is like if you if you want to be married, it's a lot that 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 marriage entails. You this is not something that you just jump in and feel like you're just gonna start rowing the boat. That's not how that goes. You know, you have a lot of it's a lot of give and take. Uh, uh. It's not about sex because what if one day you wake up and they, sex don't work? They private parts don't work. I mean, anything can happen. They could have a wreck and get paralyzed from the waist down, you know? Yeah. So you cannot marry for sex. And we have that on our list because that's what a lot of single people are looking at. Well, what am I going to do? I mean, even when people get saved and they come to church, and after they get saved and they say, well, so what am I going to do about sex? And that's something that, that's important to people. People want to know. And you know what? And we addressed it right, right, right there, there where it is. Because they, they take sex over buying a house. Yes. And it's 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 crazy. It may sound crazy to some, but this is a true reality. Yeah. So that's why we deal with it as such, and we don't put nobody out or make nobody feel a certain type of way about it. And we are gonna we're gonna preach the word, and it's gonna hit you upside your head. But you know, we have to preach what God said. We have to go according to the word of God, and we know that fornication is against everything God stands for. So we do reiterate that. Um, and and I don't I don't understand the. Um... The whole common law thing, uh, where where yeah. everybody it's 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 more apt to well, acceptable in in today's society. Where back when we were growing up, they they didn't want you to move in with nobody and mm -hmm. live with somebody for over. They said that was shaggy. They said that was shaggy. Yeah. But now it's like uh, they it's encouraged. Y'all ain't got to get married right now. Won't y'all live together for a while and won't y'all get to know each other and, and split the bills and, and do this. And then they don't know about the spiritual soul ties that they have right. uh, uh, getting themselves into. After that individual, if it don't work out right then, that you're free to move out yeah. uh, to go move in with somebody else. Mm -hmm. But you're going into another soul tie. Right. You're not only dealing with that person that you just moved in with, but you're dealing with the person that with she just Johnny moved out just with. Left. Yeah. And then she dealing with uh, Vanessa that left. he just moved out with. Yeah. So it's it's not two of y'all in the bed, it's four of y'all. Mm -hmm. And so you're dealing with all those different spirits 
And and then there ain't no telling if and if that person was with more than one person while they was with one but y'all got a bed full of folk. Mm. Yeah. Bed full of spirit. Yeah. And wonder why the house is chaotic and wonder why the relationship, uh, the relationship is, is chaotic, chaotic yeah. and there's no trust and there's a lot of deceit and a lot of backstabbing going on is because there was a lot of different soul ties tied up into one relationship. Right. And that's why I didn't want to fool around with everybody. I'm like, I mean, I dip and dab a little bit, but I was, I mean, I was a little scared to go because that, that AIDS poster was about out back then. If your partner slept with this partner and your, that partner had another sex partner, I, so I was like, no, 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 Matumbo. Ain't having that. You know what? And, and on the other hand with me, I was just, I was wild. I was wild. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing that really slowed me down was when I started working for Planned Parenthood and I became, I, I started working for Planned Parenthood. And I just started out as a uh, patient registration person at the front. And then I became the AIDS counselor at um, Planned Parenthood. And boy, I tell you, to see though, all those young, young people coming in and they were positive for HIV, that really struck me because that's something that, you know, when we were younger, we just we felt like we were invincible, you know, yeah. that we could take on anything, we could do anything, things weren't, weren't going to happen to us. And I tell you, I am totally opposite end of the spectrum now. Everything going on, I think it's going to affect me, you know. Yeah. But when I was young, I just felt like I was invincible and I was free and I was young and I could live my life not knowing what I was getting myself caught up in, you know, not not taking um, into consideration you know the 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 trouble I was putting myself in, and the the spirit that I was encountering, yeah. and that that's one thing I'm very very mindful of in ministry. Even with with the you know with our the members of our church, um, I'm very careful how I treat people and what I say, strictly because I've been there, done that. And what I don't want to do is point fingers at people, you know, because I want them to understand that God loves us right where we are. But at the same time, your life has to line up. Your life's got to line up with the word. I'm not going to preach nothing different. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I'm not going to pet your flesh. I'm not. I'm not even known for that. I'm 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 not known for that. I'm not known for being popular. But I do want to be the one with the power, the authority, and the anointing to be able to speak things that are not as though they were, you know, to be able to say what I need to say, but to be a vessel to be used by God. But I don't want to make people feel like I haven't been there. That's what I think I'm trying to say. I don't want people to feel like I haven't been there because I have. So I do want to show compassion and understanding in that way. But I still have a, I have a mandate on my life. I have to preach what the gospel says. But um, I do at the same time try to be compassionate and I try to you know, fast and pray with them, though. And, and that's strictly because we have we have majority single women in our church. Mm-hmm. And so you're on assignment more so with the single women more so than I am with the single men. It's, it's, it's really no single men there uh, outside of uh, maybe a couple, and, and he's on road majority of the time. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of... Um, single women now we have single men that visit and then uh when they visit they they their heads is swinging mm-hmm. and they don't know that, that that you watching everybody watching and i'm watching too yeah. and i'm like all right which one of y'all gonna dive in the shark tank first mm-hmm. and so after the benediction is given we don't know what happens because ain't nobody uh ever come back and told us nothing mm-hmm. but we can we can just only imagine what happens uh behind the closed doors at home and uh in the imaginations of, of ones that's that, that's single so that's why we continue to pray for them we, we see the the crash course right before uh it even happened and then we can tell it happened because after it happened you have that 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 ashamed that a shame look and uh 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 i done did it and i'm i'm sorry lord look and so we we know exactly uh, being in ministry for a long period of time we see the cycle so it's crazy it's crazy but um 
She got some, we got some questions for men. Yeah. Why don't men hate being single as much as women do? Well, men can care less about being single. Um, he don't get his needs met. Regardless. He don't get his needs met regardless. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, whether he take care of himself or whether whether somebody take care for him. I mean, uh, him him being free to roam to and fro is is just just the call of the wild. I mean, uh, uh, men were raised to feel like coming to America. The the dad says to the son, "Why don't you go to America and sow your royal oats? Yeah, and so uh, go out there and have fun and do what you want to do, and then come back and then get married. And so that's that's just how men were 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 raised. Men would uh, I said it once before and. Uh, how my uncle and them used to do us when we was little. <laughs> how many girlfriends you got? Mm -hmm. And and then uh, I lied. I had a girlfriend named Campo Fenique. <laughs> my girlfriend name was Campo Fenique. They said, boy, where you going? I get on my bike and I ride around the corner. I ain't had no girlfriend. I had to come up with a name. I didn't know what Campo Fenique was. And so when I said Campo Fenique, <laughs> boy, they hollered. Boy, they rolled. They were like, go on over your girlfriend's house. What's the name again? Campo Fenique. And I go over Campo Fenique's house. I ride around the block for a couple of times. And I come back, boy, and I say, uh, they say, get your girlfriend kids. Yeah. I'm just lying. But, but that, I mean, that, that was something that we did. And just as well as in the locker room, uh, we play football and sports. You had guys lying about when they had sex and knowing good and well, they still walk around virgin. Mm -hmm. But it, that's just the from the male's perspective. They 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 can care less about being single, but deep down on the inside, we just figured out that they care about being single just as much as women do. Some men want to be married just as well as as women do, some some uh, men want that comfort and compassion, just like women do. But but they are hiding uh, for the for the male uh, just to poke out the chips. And we're like man, please, man, gonna be real about that. Gonna walk down that aisle, tell that girl, tell that girl you love her, like you know, put trip. So men want what they want, and we want someone who is attractive who doesn't criticize us or tell us how much we need to change. Ladies, I don't care how much you try, you ain't finna change him because he is going to be him. He going to be him. The more you try to change him, the harder he going he gonna to stick to his guns on being him. Really? For real. You, just, you, better, you might as well push mute on that uh Abort on that assignment. <laughs> abort, abort, abort. Because that ain't gonna work. I'm, I'm just gonna keep on trying till he change. Well, you gonna die trying to change him. That ain't gonna work. So, uh, without getting bored, uh, what was that? Here it is. Who can spend lots of time without getting bored? You don't want to be with somebody you're gonna get get bored with. Or who we can bring around our friends and families with minimum incident. You don't want to take nobody around your family where you got to be on pins and needles. Uh, where they don't know what they're going to say. They don't know what they're going to say. What they going to do next. Uh, you don't know <laughs> if you can trust them to holler at your cousins or, yeah. or your uncle trying to shoot at them. Uh, you, you don't want to take nobody around where, where you got to be cautious all the time. I got, hey babe, where you going? Uh, what you finna do now? Uh, that, that ain't the type. Cool. That ain't cool. That you don't want nobody around you like that. And then for a while, I used to only date ugly people on purpose. Really? Yeah, man. I don't want nobody hollering because you know they ain't gonna pay attention to them. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gotta worry about you doing nothing behind my back because I know she ugly and you know she ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Six figures. 
You ain't got to be rich, but you got to have some change. You don't have to be have washboard abs. You ain't got to be uh, thins and sticks and bone. Some men like meat on their bone. They mad somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. You don't have to have an MBA. You ain't got to be the smartest uh, uh, bulb in the batch, but it got to be able to light up. You ain't got to be the brightest bulb, but it, I mean, the, the brightest, it got to at least be dim or something. <laughs> you don't have to be spiritual. You don't what have you to be that? spiritual. What you mean by that? You don't, I mean, I mean, what, what, if you are somewhat, if, you, if you're able to, to know, the rest of it can be, you know, I can work with the rest of it, you can grow with it. You ain't got to be all deep or... And, and and telling me this and telling me this and all uh, uh prophesying and all that 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 ain't attractive. <laughs> no, no, just be you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta be spiritual. You ain't gotta, especially if that ain't you. Yeah. You ain't gotta fake like this is you. That ain't gonna work. That you ain't get no man doing that. That's fake. That's why he trying his best to prove that you faking because you wasn't doing that the other night after we finished watching movies and put the kids to sleep. You yeah. wasn't faking then talking about uh, 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 the, the Holy Ghost and now you talking about something else. So, so no, you can't be faking. You ain't got to be spiritual. As a, as a result, most men can date lots of women. They're just not too picky in their preference. Some women are single because their preference is unavailable. Well, most women, and that, that is because most women, we have high standards. Mm -hmm. We have high standards and we, I can say personally from my point of view, I always pick people that are similar to my dad. You know? Yeah. Because if, I know that my daddy took care of her, you know? Um, I know, I mean, he's a great man of God, you know, he's a great teacher, uh, he's a great protector, you know, so that's the kind of person that, you know, girls normally look that, for somebody that's, that's like their dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we look but, for somebody but, like but, them. But uh, some people say men, men uh, like to find someone similar to but their mom, yeah. not, not me. <laughs> that, that, that didn't do it. Y'all don't know my mama, Jack. So, nah, no. Nah, that wasn't going to work out well at all, Jack, no. because no. No, so I, I'm not, not saying that about like my mama, but, but, but man, you, you know how straightforward my mama was. And, That's why I said I, but nah, I'm not straightforward like that. I used to listen to some of them arguments. Boy, I'd be back there in the room rolling. Mom and daddy had me rolling. But, but because it, they, they can go back and forth. She ain't, she ain't. She ain't gonna, gonna bow down. Mm -hmm. And then he ain't bowing down. So some of them arguments be funny, boy. And that's passing first lady. So it, it was some, they had a way with words, Jack. They wasn't doing no cuss, but they had a way with words. Mm -hmm. Well, you knew they meant business. So I wasn't looking for nobody that, I wasn't looking for nobody that was like my mama, no, my grandmama. Because they used to call my grandmama wolf. Mm -hmm. So no, which that means she was good with them hands. Yeah. So I am. I ain't trying to find nobody that box my head open. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I, I was a firm. I was a firm <laughs> believer. Is if uh, if I got to put my hands on you and you got to put your hands on me, I don't got to be around you at all. Yeah. So so first time you you call yourself gonna swing? Oh no. I mean, my hands got automatic reflex. Don't think well, you, you know wasn't going to get it back. And then I'm gone after that. Yeah, because that's not cool. Like, I don't want to be in an abusive relationship verbally or mm -mm. physically. I no. don't like that at all. No. I don't like people talking crazy to me because I, mm -hmm. I don't firmly believe what people always say. Well, I said that because I was mad. No, you say what you mean when you're mad. Yeah. You say what you mean when you're mad and when you're drunk, you tell how you really feel. Because you use that as, oh, I was mad or I was drunk. You use that as a scapegoat, but no. You say what you mean. I've always said what I meant, especially when I get mad. And so that's why I make sure that when we, even if we get into an argument, I make sure that I don't say nothing hurtful. Even if it's on my thoughts to say, 
because I know that there's no way I can go back and fix that. Once you say it out of your mouth, there's it's no done. taking it back. Yeah. There's no re no replacing it. There's no restoring that because now that person knows how you really feel. So in this marriage, I have really, really made sure that um, I watch what I say and how I treat him, how I treat the kids because we have a blended family. We talked about that. Um, and my, my goal is to, I want those boys and tutor to feel like i'm i'm not trying to replace their mom but that i'm their mom too and if something happened to their mom they can lean and depend on me i want them to feel that way and i want them to know that we got their back and we're proud of them and we're doing everything that we can you know so i never want to be that woman that has got that um, issues i want to be i want to rise above that i want to rise above the rest Righteous. Yes. All right. That's uh. So, ladies, just be encouraged. Know that he is coming. He coming. And if you just stay in your lane, do what you're supposed to do. Continue to live holy, fast, pray. Make sure that you are doing what you have to do. And I even when I talk um my portion of faith, single and satisfied, I even told the ladies start preparing for him. You know. Get your house in order for just prepare like you know he's coming because one thing I am big on is telling the ladies if you're dating, date with the intent to be married. Right. Don't date for nobody to play games you with you. If you don't see yourself in a relationship with him, why why, why even waste your time? Yeah. Why if why? there's things that you already that, that are no's for you and that is there's no compromising, don't even waste your time. Right. Move on. I don't have we don't have time to waste. And one thing about time, Especially you cannot get it back. Yeah, you can't get it back. You can't get that time back. So I would not, I wouldn't play games with nobody. Uh, you just don't have that kind of time. Um, so just be mindful of Hope that. Just be blessed. careful. We had a serious conversation. Yeah. With just minimal laughing. That's Normally it. we laugh a lot, but today we did not. But we would definitely be in prayer for all the single people, all the single, single ladies, uh, for all the single ladies, yeah. <laughs> and all the single men. All you single men, hey, hey, make sure you keep them some hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't get off of here fast enough. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, well, not just the single men. You ladies need some hand sanitizer, quick around. <laughs> Woo! Thank y'all for tuning in. Been in quarantine in. too long. It's time to go. Thank y'all for tuning in again. We'll catch y'all on the next. On the next. Bye.